podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast episode 82, take two. Uh, We had some technical issues last night so this is our second attempt at this pod so hopefully everything runs smoother tonight and we don't keep losing James. Um, I'm Tony and with me as usual is Ben. Are you there mate? Hi Tony, you alright mate? Good evening, mate. And James, are you there? I'm here, mate. Are you going to stay there? <laughs> I cer- certainly hope so, mate. I was a bit of a bit of a mare last night, so hopefully the <laughs> technical gremlins have gone. Hopefully, mate. Uh, the signs, early signs, are good. So let's let's get uh, let's get into it. Big um, big shout out to Jack Cummins, um, our newest patron. Thanks very much for the support, mate. Hopefully, you're enjoying all the membership benefits, um, like all the articles we've done, um, access to the Discord group, uh, the um, Sonic watch list, and then you're going to get early access to the pods, um, all for the price of less than a coffee a month, which I think is pretty good value, um, if I may say so myself. Uh, thanks to everyone who, who has uh, been with us quite a while now. I've got a good group of lads. Um, hopefully, you're all uh, finding... Finding the Discord and stuff helpful. So, James, it's game week nine. I know, I know we, we've had a bit of an hard time for the first eight game weeks. Hopefully this one's treated you a little bit better, mate. How have you done so far? I have some points this week, Tony, which is which is always a bonus. Um, yeah, it, 51 points, made some substitutions, took out Salah, brought in Foden. That worked out all right. Um, took out Larice, brought in uh, Kepper, and I took out Carvalho's done absolutely nothing, and brought in Bowen. So pretty happy with the transfers I've made so far. Um, I was going to take out Trent as well, but I saw um, I saw Reese James wasn't starting <laughs> against Chelsea's. Uh, sorry for, for Chelsea. So um, I uh, <clears throat> I wish I'd made that move because he came off the bench and he's and he's starting tonight. I see. Um, and now, and now Trent's injured anyway. So there you go. Could have been even better. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Kepa got me eight at the back. Um, I got eight from Cucurella. Sessingon finally got some returns with five. Uh, my two Liverpool defenders let me down. We won't yeah. talk about that though. Um, oh, we will. We will. Um, Tony. Talk about the other team beginning with L. In the league. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, we'll, oh, okay. we'll go delve into them as well. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey isn't it funny how that we're since the last pod we won a match, but then we've gone and lost again. <laughs> yeah, so you don't even get time to celebrate it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so Trent got me minus two. Simicas got me minus two. Sterling didn't start, but I think he's starting tonight. Um, Bowen got me five. Odegaard got me four. Foden got me a nice 10-pointer. 
And up front, Kane got me seven and Haaland. A ha- bit disappointing in Haaland. Only got me eight, <laughs> you know, he might, one he, might, he might go down in price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me either. Yes. Um, decent, mate. Decent. Like I say, just a bit bit tentative with that Trent move. Yeah, um, I should have done it. I, th- I think it put a lot of people off with James being benched. I think quite a few people have had that move earmarked. Um, but then it's the Rangers game midweek, which would have been, obviously, would have played. Which probably held people back as well. Well, that's what I was thinking. I thought, well, Trent might come. Well, Trent would probably play against Rangers. He could do well in that. So yeah. I've got a two for one there, really. Well, it didn't turn out that way because Reese came off the bench. I should have known better. That's the trouble with those types of moves, isn't it? You sometimes it's better just to go go ahead with it, even if they don't start. Yeah, yeah. You'd been frustrated though if you had it done. Trent gets a clean sheet against Rangers. They don't get injured, and James sits up bench all game. Yeah, that's the way. Yeah, you don't know. Hindsight's wonderful, isn't it? I guess you'll be making that move this next weekend, won't you? I will be making that move. Yeah, unless something (laughs) happens to Rich James. Um, I I I didn't want. I was gonna do. I was thinking I'll do it anyway because uh, I don't. I don't fancy Liverpool's defense against City. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's 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 a that move is nailed on. I think. Yeah. Triple Chelsea at the back then. Yeah, triple Chelsea. Mm. Back to back clean sheets, for them, isn't it? Yeah, about yeah. time. Back clean sheets, good fixtures. Yeah. Mm. About <clears> time because we said on the last pod it was a, you've only had one clean sheet up to uh, this weekend. Yeah. And the uh, Champions League game before that against Milan. Yeah, I mean Potter had he had Brighton well drilled, didn't he? They were, mm. they were good outfit. They were good at back. Brighton played some good stuff as well. Built a really nice team there, so they'll do all right at Chelsea. Yeah, I like Potter. I like him. Um, right onto my team. Um, one transfer made uh, before the game week, which was Larice to Kepper, which um, released a bit of budget for me. I think I've got one point one point one million there. And obviously, it's looking it's looking good for Kepa because he's started again tonight against Milan. So it looks like um, he is the number one. And at that price, um, 2.6 million, you can't go wrong. Playing European games as well in a Chelsea side that have started to shore up a little bit. Um, yeah, happy with that move. Um, the back four of Akanji, got eight points. Sessegnon, five points. Dalo zero points. Uh, a Warby scored that world, didn't he? Um, Gomez, five points. Um, got sent off tonight. Um, I think he I think he still came out with two points for that, didn't he? Because City yeah. kept a clean sheet. Yeah. So so not too bad. Um, obviously, got to look into that now going forward. He's obviously going to be suspended. I think he was straight red as well. So that's a three, two game, three game ban. Two, two or three. I was reading it before. Um, it said it's good. Uh, hang on. <laughs> I had it up. Uh, it says here in the Champions League, mostly when a player receives a red card, he misses the next match. But sometimes, in few cases, when the card the players gets a direct red card, it may happen 
that the player may miss two or three games according to the action which causes the player's red card. So it depends on the offence. More like uh, a professional man, foul, weren't it? Last yeah. man, wasn't it? Like professional foul, yeah. I'd say probably at least two two uh, games. Yeah, just want to want to keep an eye on, try and try and uh, get hold of that news when it comes out. Keep an eye on that, yeah. So I think obviously Gomez. So we're doing it before this city game. So Gomez finished on five, uh, as he were. Odegaard four points. De Bruyne five points. Foden nice ten points. He's absolutely on fire, Foden. Isn't he? Absolutely on fire, that lad. Haaland, I say disappointing eight. Kane seven. And Jesus five, and a weird one with Jesus. Um, I don't know. You seen him get clattered. Hmm. I I was absolutely adamant he were going off that pitch. The way he fell. That's because he was cheating, Tony. And if you notice, when when he got up, it was like Lazarus. There was nothing wrong with him. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> joke. There's nothing wrong with him. He was trying to get Simicast sent off. It, I've no. No one can tell me any different. Like he was cheating, <laughs> right? And there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not Lazarus. He's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, watching the way he fell. Now I I know the they cut the little replay short, so I wasn't too sure whether his head bounced off the floor. But the way he fell, he looked like he'd been knocked unconscious. So he, he obviously, I mean, Oscar for Jesus then. Because like you say, he got up and he was just like, what are you on about? He was I'm there right. motionless and people were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. are you still alive sort of thing? Yeah, He's obviously led there going, oh, I'm going to get him sent off. Uh, I'm not going to move. And then you you think, God, he's, he must be unconscious. Therefore, yeah. he'll have to go off. And yeah. next thing you know, he's bouncing around. Yeah. So, so when he stood up, as the doctor said to him, did you lose consciousness? Have they asked him? And he's just gone, no, no, I'm all right. <laughs> and then he's all right, or he's all right to play on. It, from watching it, he had to go off the pitch in my eyes. So, yeah, they said they're going to monitor that, don't they? Going, for, uh, going forward, see if he had any uh, concussion or whatever. But obviously, he didn't get touched, did he, James? Uh, it was just just a glancing blow. He was just putting it on, Tony. He'll be fine for the next game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there we have it 65 points, 5 2 3. Um, it's it's not doing too bad, my team five two three. Um, but it is my second worst team. I've got really? all my teams are blocked up. Yeah, apart from my Liverpool block at the start of the season, um, this team is my second worst team. I've got quite a few, uh, quite a few on uh, late five hundreds now. That's good. Though. So so I've got a few few places to attack from. Which is always handy. I didn't have that last year, so it's it's nice to have a bit a bit of option this year, um, going forward. So yeah, in a decent place. Um, over to yours, Ben. Yeah, I had a sixty nine this weekend. I, 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 I mean, uh, sixty nine points this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his missus um... there. She just had to slap it up back at head. <laughs> Um, I had a transfer left on a Thursday night, so um, to raise some funds, I used my cash cow Salah, got rid of him, and brought in Foden. 
So I got two million for that. Cracking move. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, on Sunday, I had uh, Kulisevsky and Harvey Elliott burning a hole in my team. Yeah. So I seen Jim Bowen and Scaramanga there. <laughs> <laughs> They, they were they were starting for West Ham. I fancied them, and I think they got good fixtures, so brought them in. You seen Skamaka's um, record now? He's averaging a goal every ninety six minutes. It's not bad, is it? That's Pretty good, good in it. Yeah. He does so. He, he looks tidy, doesn't he? That little uh, ch- that little p- pitching wedge shot he did over uh, over the goalie. Well, wow, that was class. Off his yeah. arm. Off his arm. <laughs> that would have been harsh, I think, if if that was given for a pen. But I could see why the um, uh, opposition manager was going mental. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there's been a few iffy decisions regarding on balls this weekend, hasn't there? There has, Tony. But, yeah, getting to ref bashing. But he's definitely passing the eye test, Skamaka. Yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely walks to business. Obviously, now he's took over from Antonio in the the league matches, so mm. he, he won't get as many minutes in the in the Europa League. But in, sorry, in the Europa Conference League, Papa mm. John's. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's not too bad because he, he did come on the score last week, didn't he as well? Yeah, yeah. So six goals now this season. So I mean, they've got good fixtures, haven't they, West Ham? Um, yeah. It's a good one to attack this month. Yours, your team is West Ham heavy. You've got over a quarter of your team West Ham. Then I know, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got Palmieri in there. Last week he come off the bench in the league for a five pointer, and he started the game against Anderlecht for another five points. He got me ten points last week, and for that price, I just thought I'll keep him in for this weekend, and um. Because he's probably playing Europe, but then yeah. next week it's two Premier League games, isn't it? So I'll yeah. probably be doing a double move with uh, Alexander Arnold and Palmieri coming out. So then I can upgrade the defense. Yeah. Um, I'll just read my team out. Um, De Gea in goal, Nilpois, Sessignon got five points, clean sheet. Alexander Arnold minus two. Cancelo, 20 points. Uh, Palmieri, zero. Bowen, five. I don't know how he only got five points. He uh, finished on like <laughs> 6.92 rating. It's just ridiculous, really. Frustrating. Frustrating, though. He was one of the best players on the pitch. Um, De Bruyne, five points. Foden, 10. Goal and assist. Haaland, eight points. Martinelli, 10 points. And Skamaka, eight points. They have 514 points now. Um, that's about 95k. Um, and my best team's about 13k now. Starting to get get up there now. Yeah, I've had climbing. a slow start this year. Just one second. Yeah, sorry about that, Ben. My dogs are just going wild. You know, crack on, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's me, I think. Anyway, uh like a safe um, 13k uh, that uh, my best team is now so starting to push on 
stuff there. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Whereabouts is your podcast team within your um, teams? 95k this team is. So my oh we're, uh, within my teams. I'll tell you now. I think it's like my fifth best team. Yeah, fifth best team. So I've got a couple of teams around 20k, 70k, and then um, this one's a uh, 95k. Mine usually always ends up the worst team. What your always. podcast team? Yeah, for whatever yeah. reason, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just seems to. Um. Yeah, happy days. Right. From there, there's our teams. Let's jump into some questions. Um, a couple of similar ones here to start us off. Um, I know it's been t- it's from Magoo. I know it's been touched on, but are you guys going to be using some of November's transfers? <clears throat> Excuse me to chase price swings. I moving on to play. You know, we'll go down in value for someone we believe will raise to zero point three to have that healthy budget post World Cup. And who do you see as five must-haves from now until the end of the season? Uh, <clears throat> and as well, David87, how are you going to be going to balance the price rise chase in November compared to points? Um, already spoke about not having, not saving all five for the end of the last week. So would you chuck in a bottom half player for the last game week before the World Cup purely because you know they will get a 0.3 price rise on the Friday, 11th of the 11th, obviously before we jump into that wild card. Um, do you reckon, James? Yeah, well, there's only two game weeks, isn't it? So I think you can. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if you should necessarily wait until the last <laughs> Friday to do it, because um, there's two game weeks there. You know, you might find that it's a really low scoring week or something. Um, so you might, if the, if 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 you've got other players, you can jump on before that. Before you get this, well, obviously you've got two weeks. Then you get your wild card. Um, it makes sense to go for price rises. Um, yeah, you got more budget for the wild card, but but I wouldn't necessarily leave all five to uh, to that second week because we have seen in the past, you know, low scoring game weeks where and you don't get that many players going up 0.3. So, um, yeah, I I would just see keep keep a close eye on it, see how it pans out, and um, yeah, you could use all three or five. Sorry, at um, on that last last week if you wanted to um hopefully there'll be enough 0.3 rises there for you to to get to, to totally max that out that's the whole aim of the game isn't it yeah um yeah uh i think you've nailed it there pretty much um what david was saying about uh chucking in a lower um lower half player yeah, if uh, you could wait to see if he put, had a good week, say like um, Mitrovic had a good good game week, you you know he's going to go up zero point three. You could throw him in after the after the game week, just before the uh, unlimited transfers come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with both of you. Um, obviously, that budget's going to be so important. Come come that World Cup wild card. Um, an extra million could could be the difference between I don't know having a Ford and, and having to drop to a Gundogan. Uh, could be the difference. So yeah, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on that. What about the mustaches then? Five mustaches from now until the end of the season. Obviously, I, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be tainted a little bit because we're doing it off current form and 
Yeah. And that it can change within mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, as we've seen back-to-back clean sheets for Chelsea now. All of a sudden, their assets at the back, especially, are, are looking quite tasty um, for decent prices as well. So, what do you reckon, James? Well, I'm not sure... You can. There are five must-haves. I mean, must-have is like you've just got to get him in. Um, but I've picked. I've my top five. I've got five five top choices. Um, I would get. I would say the obvious: Harland, Cancelo, Ooh, yeah. Foden, KDB, and Rhys James. <laughs> yeah. Very heavy what, city. Go on, Ben. What did you? What did you have, Tony? All of those except I didn't have James. I had Edison. Got a full house of City. Right. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have all five of them and then just, obviously, the likes of James to compliment them and stuff like that. That's, I, I think at this moment in time, all of them are pretty much essential. essential. Edison's nailed in that defence. Cancelo's nailed in that defence. With a, uh, Pep's comments about uh, having to rotate his back line this week. Mm. Um, I think you're going to get um, stop, stop the starts with people like Ake, Akanji, Diaz, Laporte. It seems like he's going to be rotating around Stones to come back, Walker. But the likes of Cancel and Edison, they are in there. So if you if you for your entrance into the uh, city back line, they're pretty much nailed. And then obviously Foden and KDB. Foden's on fire. He's he's doing what he's threatened to do probably the past couple of seasons. Uh, He's consistently performed um, at this point in time. So he's a must. And obviously Harlan's Harlan. Uh, you're not going anywhere in this game without Haaland this season, so which is what we usually say about Salah. That's, what you, that's usually a line I'd, I'd, I'd say for Salah. So, yeah, what about your five, Ben? Uh, <laughs> Haaland, Foden, Cancelo, KDB, and then I've got Kane. <laughs> Kane's my fifth yeah. player. Good choice. But, um, yeah. It's it's not he's not nailed like for me at the minute. Um, he ain't like you've got to have him. He's just ticking along, isn't he? He's not getting the star man's. He's getting he's the bubbling. goals, but uh, for the price, he's you've got to pay for him. He's not really pulling up any trees at the minute. He's but, one yeah. of them, you know. You pull him out of your side. Yeah, he's going to go very many. Exactly. He's, he's ticking along with the points. Like for his for his price, you're expecting more. But we are comparing yeah. him to Haaland. Um, he's still one of the highest point scorers at the moment. He's only had one brace so far this season and that was against Forest. He's due a hat trick, isn't he? Yeah, he's due. He's due one. Who Spurs got next? Uh Frank Furt this week, then Everton at weekend. Yep. Yeah. Can see that. Can see that. Yeah. Uh, there's your five players, Magoo. Right, Brian, this scored. When do we start considering Newcastle players? A lot of players picking up good points weekly. Wilson, Almiron, Shaw, Trippier, Pope, Bruno. I am a Toon fan before anyone asks. Um, we've got a few Toon fans on, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, two or three in that Discord. Uh, the Jordy boys out in force. Um, ben, what do you reckon? When we put in Newcastle players in? Well, to be fair, you could probably put them in now all the way up to the... Um... The World Cup, you're going to miss a couple of double game weeks because of the European games. But for me, I would be looking at them around October 29th, where you've got Aston Villa at home. 
then there's a there's no European game, but then they've got Southampton away, Crystal Palace in the cup, and then Chelsea at home. It that's all the way up to the World Cup. So um, you could jump on a Trippier there or a Wilson or like even if even now if you if you're struggling for budget, Almiron sticking his hand up now, isn't he? Mm. One point eight million. He's got three goals in two games. Looks very hungry at the minute. Watching the highlights of the the last few Newcastle games, looks really good. Yeah, he trolled quite a few people sort of start of season, did he? Yeah. After his good pre-season. Um, but 1.8 million as an enable elsewhere. Do you, you can't go wrong with the, the points he's picking up. What do you reckon, James? Well, yeah, I mean, just to carry on from what you're saying about um, Almiron, uh, his... Um, his points per million are really good, and you know he's only at one point eight million. He's he's scoring a few points. Um, his points per million is eighteen point eight nine. Um, we're going to come on and look at some uh, some some other players in that that category in a bit. But um, I just thought I'd point that one out now. Um, yeah, he's doing well. I I I I wouldn't tell anyone not to bring in the likes of a Trippier. Um, he's doing. Yeah, we know what he can do. He's got a wand of a left foot. Um, he's on all the set pieces. Um, I mean, I would, I probably like Ben said. I'd probably wait until there's when it's sort of when the European fixtures are out of the way and uh, or or Newcastle have got a good run. Um, possibly worth considering. Yeah, I wouldn't discount it completely. Um, yeah, definitely as as. Like I said, Trippier Pope, I think it started the season so well as well. Um, a lot of the teams that were up there at the top early doors, at the top of the Dream Team rankings, had a combination of Pope, Trippier, even Shaw. Mm. Um, it, it drifted away a little bit, but they still been picking up the points nicely. Um, I mean, if Newcastle get into Europe this season, um, I think they're, they're becoming one of, one, of, one of the teams to to be picking from quite regularly next season. Um, I like watching them. Good team, Newcastle. Uh, I think in the initial uh, initial blog on the hub uh, touched on Bruno because I know I think he, he played 15 games last season and got the star man in seven of them. Yeah, um, I remember. He, he was out injured early. Like, he's only just come back from injury, had he, uh, a couple of yeah. games ago. And He was on yeah, the weekend. He's, he's picking up points now again, so I'm not too sure what, pri- what his price is at the minute. Um, so he got it time there, but I think it was know. three three point three point two three point two. So he must have come down a bit early doors. I think he yeah. started at three and a half. You just at a tricky price point there when you when you've got like say options like um, all the guard and stuff that. that that could potentially be playing the European games. Um, obviously, fixture volume is important. So, but they're good options, all of them, all of them, um, definitely. Especially Almiron on fire at the minute, one point eight million. Can't get wrong there. Right, C Tobs. Hi guys, great pod last week. Love the draw too, which was for the Patreon Cup. Um, <laughs> obviously, uh, that's that's the opening group stages this week. So. We'll get all them results and, and the uh, updated rankings up at the end of this week. 
Um, what are all your updated overall ranks for your best teams and how many transfers do you have left on these teams? What is more important, gaining points now or building team value? Thanks, gents. James. My best team is has got 526 points. Um, it's ranked about 60, 69K. Um, not doing brilliant in this year. Team value is all right on that one, 55.7. Um, yeah, I've had a tough, well, I've said before, a tough start to the season with my faith in Liverpool, Liverpool defend, Liverpool defenders and players and, and heavy on Spurs, not enough City has really burnt me, but um, that team's not doing too badly. It's climbing quite nicely. Um, my, since I've, um, moved my teams around a bit, um, yeah. Uh, things are get things are looking up a bit now, so I'm starting to climb the ranks. And uh, I mean, I, some I was, I looked at the ranks uh, a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh my god, this is horrific. But yeah, they're all climbing now, which is good. That's it. I think you were clambering to the to the transfers this month, weren't you? You just needed them. Just need <laughs> to refresh them. Did, yeah, yeah. That's all it's took. Ben, where are you, mate? Yeah, um, my best team's 13k, as I said before. Um, 21k, 27k, 72k. My pod team, it's uh, 95k, but um, like you say, I've got a bit of Man City coverage in the teams now, and then they're starting to rise. Um, I've got Kepper in a couple now. I'm pretty happy with the teams at the minute. Yeah. How, how, um, how's your teams getting, Tony? Doing, Tony? Well, like I said, touched on earlier, um, I've got it's quite a batch of teams there. From my second worst team is on 5 3 8 up to my third team is in 12.5k position on 5 8 2. And then I've got two that I brought the 600 barrier. Um, the best team's in 175th now. Wow. Ooh, Tony. <laughs> You're going to get a nosebleed up there, mate. I am going to get a nosebleed. It was at one point of the weekend in 81st until Saka took that second penalty. That, that He took the penalty for his second goal, which took the star man off Martinelli. Which oh. a little bit harsh, but um, yeah, uh, a little bit of nosebleed territory. It's nice to have a good start and be up there and, and be able to sweat on every decision. I made two transfers <laughs> in that team. Uh, I blame my little girl and her birthday for the first one, where if I'd have put Chalala in, um, which I had him in at 14.59, um, if I'd have just left it there, if my phone had died or I'd have dropped it, and you know what I mean, the, the game had have kicked off just 30 seconds earlier. I'd have probably been in the top 100 now, but I took him out and put Zinchenko in for some reason. Um, and then I had I got the pleasure of James saying, Zinchenko, is he not injured, Tony? I like, oh, don't, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. It was just and after the deadline as well, wasn't it? Like, if you'd oh, asked me before, so, you, yeah. you could have saved yourself some grief then. Um, Honestly, I had no chance to do anything. I, I got home, I, t- I took little girl out for for birthday to to an open farm and we got we got home about twenty to three and 
I'd literally got the kids in house and then I like phone out, right, checking, just checking some team news. Then going, obviously you've got 10 teams to go through, or nine in my case, because one of them I've dropped off, but nine teams, yeah, just trying to get something together. I'm thinking, who was it I took out? Um, I were upgrading Jensen from Brentford. So I had the cash from the Kepa move uh, that I'd done before the transfers refreshed. So I had a bit of cash to upgrade Jensen. So 3.6 million I had. And because I had Kepa and Cucurella, put me off. I, I had I put Chalaba in and it had confirmed. And I was just looking at it, triple Chelsea. Like, Eggs and basket springs to mind. And I was just like, nice. bottled it a little bit. And, and I, I went for Zinchenko. And obviously, the rest is history. I took him out um, and went with Dallo. Uh, ben, obviously, you, you point out a move I can make in a team. I can up, upgrade Vieira to Bowen by uh, moving Zinchenko to Dallo. So I think that was a sensible move. So that's the plan. Obviously, after Vieira gets me a star man again in midweek, uh, the goal, that'd be nice as a parting gift. So hopefully, by the time it comes to be transfers, I'll be up at top 100. It's a good job you've got five transfers a month. <laughs> it is, mate. It is. But then, yeah, would I have made that move if I'd have only had three transfers this mm. month? I'd probably not, because I'd have probably have thought Jensen would pick up a three, a little three pointer at, at home, and he's it, it, one of them. It's one of them. I needed to upgrade into a European player. I thought that. Mm. Anyway, it's not worked out too badly. Um, learn from it and move on. Um, don't take. My kids out to birthday parties are out for the day on a Saturday, but it's this important. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so my top team's 175th. My second team, 1.7k, uh, not far behind there as well. So, yeah, got a few bites at Cherry so far. Smash nice that, anyway. Brilliant. Hopefully, it can, can continue. Um, what was the other bit of the question? Uh, what's more important, gaining points now, building team value? I've, I think I've said this a few times is that obviously we want that team value massively, but mm. points will bring that team value. Exactly, you, yeah. You, you make your move. If, you, if you've got players out, you need to be attacking the points. Attack the points and the value will come after it. Uh, obviously, if you get to the end of the month, you're a bit lucky with no suspensions, no injuries, and you've got three transfers in hand, then just, yeah, attack a few price rises with good players though. Don't be putting in I don't know, a Knott's Forest midfielder who scored a couple because you think he's going up 0.3, <laughs> just for an example. Uh, only putting players that you you want, medium term, at least. What do you guys reckon about that? I agree with you, mate. You, you, you hit, it, hit a nail on the head there. Um, obviously... Um when it comes to November and it's the last game week before the World Cup, you could yeah. throw in some players that you don't really want that you yeah. know are going to go up, but it doesn't matter because you'll get a, an unlimited transfers after that. So it's just to do that for the prize game. Yeah, that's it. After them, that last round of games, I mean, yeah, do what you want because you're gonna it's going to open up in it. You've got unlimited transfers, so you just maximise them. Then profits. Right. Baz Bestos, another uh, from the Discord. If we were in overall now, how many City players would you have and which non-City players will be locked in your team? James. 
I was I would have at least five City players. I think um, the the usual candidates: Haaland, Cancelo, Foden, KDB, possibly Sergio Gomez. Um, and based on what Tony was saying earlier, I think I'd probably if assuming you can afford him because he's bloody expensive. Yeah, he it, is expensive. Obviously, if you can afford him, then Edison would be in that list as well. Um, Non-City players, I think, would be Reese James, Bowen, and uh, probably Martinelli, maybe. Yeah, Martinelli flames at the minute. Unbelievable, unplayable. Um, it would have made you feel very good this weekend, watching Martinelli <laughs> running on that uh, Liverpool back line. Yeah, what do you reckon, Ben? <clears throat> yeah, um, I've got Cancelo... Kanji, De Bruyne, Foden, Haaland. So five Man City players. Um, and then I've got Bowen, Saka, Martinelli, Saliba, Kepa, Kane. Yeah. Mm. yeah I, can, I can afford that as well. Uh, we might have still got like four million left in my best team to so I could I could upgrade Kepper to Edison, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, very similar. Obviously the, the five city lads I mentioned earlier, Fallen, KDB, Cancello, Highland Edison. <clears throat> and also go with Martinelli, Kane, Bowen, James, and then Akanji's impressed me mm. um, so far for City. Uh, if he carries on performing the way he is, I, I think he, he's gonna be ahead of Report in that defence. Um, so yeah, I'd probably I'd probably throw a kanji in there. So that's six city that. Um, yeah. Which is scary, isn't it? Very very city heavy, but that's what's bringing the points in at the minute. I think Chelsea, are obviously, hopefully playing a run together that could start to to see value elsewhere, uh, start to mix it up a little bit, and obviously once Liverpool. Um, well, we'll touch on that a little bit later. Um, well, <laughs> There's so right. many uh, good options at Chelsea as well now, like price-wise. It's just if the uh, you could literally pick a full team of Chelsea players the way if they carry on the form they're in now. Yeah, yeah. Mounts starting to return. Uh, Bamiang's come in and scored a few. I've been his biggest critic for. Well, probably since the pod started, <laughs> as we know, me and Arsenal fans didn't, didn't used to get on. So, um, cheat code silver, yeah, Reese yeah. James, Reese James, Chilwell's getting some starts. Obviously, you're going to be switching quite often with Cucurella. Mm. You got Chalaba if he's played the last two games. Yeah, Chalaba. I put. I, you know, I did make the Chalaba move in a couple of sides as well. It shows when when your team's a little higher up that you're it does alter your thinking. You're not as is brave the right word possibly. Yeah, you're probably not as brave to to make some of the punty decisions. Like Chalaba was a good option, and I did put him. I think I think I put him in a couple of sides, one or two, and it, that's paid off. He's obviously started again against Milan tonight. Uh, it's been a very good move that. Let's say it's the difference between being under the seventy fifth and probably being top fifty. So, but hopefully, don't make that same mistake next time. Yeah, the trouble is with those punts is if it's it's one transfer in, if it doesn't yeah. work, it's another transfer out, 
That's it. Um, and that that what just getting one player on can can totally screw you can screw you over really i mean that yeah. might, might sound dramatic but i've been there i was there last season i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about yeah. um yeah you analyze everything and uh you don't want to make that that move where you've got to make another move to get him back out again because that's that you know, you're losing that momentum that you've got yeah definitely i mean if you, if you made say a couple of transfers early or three transfers early so far and one of them were Gomez, or you had Gomez in your team. He's been sent off tonight. Then you, you're probably looking like, right, I need to move him on. So that's your fourth transfer. Um, obviously, Trent injury. It doesn't take much to swallow them transfers up. And if you've wasted a couple on a, an okey corky decision, uh, you can really kick yourself over that. So, yeah. Right, Lee Hooper. Best options outside of the sides playing in Europe. If any, Almiron seems as good as any right now at the prices. Um, James, you've you've uh, put a nice table together for us. Yeah. So what I thought I'd do is um, I'd get the um, I go to Frank's site, get get the player stats data, bung it in a spreadsheet, um, and I filtered out all of the seven European sites, and I've sorted it by points per million and i thought we could we could we could each have a look at this this table and just see if if anyone stands out obviously um almiron does stand out he's second highest in the list uh pascal struk is top for points per million uh he's not he's he's got 19 points per million he's only one and a half million i i'm not such i i don't think he would probably be an option myself but um is there anyone? Is there um anyone else looking down through that list uh, that you that you fancy? Ben, can you see anyone in there that you you, you might want to take a punt on, based on current points per million, or are they all a no go? Um, not so much, and not so much for me. But I do like Alexis McAllister. Yeah. Um, he's three million. 37 points. I think he's got four goals this season. He's on penalties and free kicks. Yeah. Um, he's a lot better for other formats because he gets the tackles bonuses as well, like for the Telegraph and for the Sky uh, game. But yeah, he, he looks nailed in that team. And Leandro Trossard, the only thing in in Dream Team, he's a forward and I wouldn't want to use him, use him up because he's dearer than Martinelli and Scamacca. And just yeah. European... But if he was a midfielder, I'd be definitely looking at him because he's playing up front now for Brighton. Yeah. Nice little double coming up for Brighton as well. Forrest and Brentford. Mm. Brentford and Forrest that way around, sorry. Um, got a nice couple of fixtures there uh, to, as a little punt. But uh, points per million, uh, points per game, even ticking along nicely. Like Pascal Gross at 5.1 points per game. 41 points so far this season. It's not bad, that, is it? It's not bad. Um, really I think, uh, think DT Patrick have had him in his team. Uh, Pas- Pascal Strike. Did he? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I, think, I don't think he has him now, but he did have him earlier on in the season mm. as an enabler. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, best players outside of Europe... 
you look you're looking at like Madison's Trippier, Trossard, Mitrovic, Tony, but they're taking up valuable places and uh, a lot of value in your team. So yeah, and they're not getting two games a week, are they? So yeah, maybe Almiron's probably your best bet for an enabler. Yeah, I mean, like, so Trossard there at three point nine million—that's more expensive than Martinelli. Yeah, in the same position. Mm. You wouldn't yeah. go there, would you? I mean, no. that's more than um, Scamacher as well, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It just, it just shows. Yeah. Once you you can look at them and look at the points per million and points per game and stuff, and they can look like decent options, but then when you balance it against a European player of a similar value or even cheaper. The, the, the opportunities to get the two fixtures, it just outweighs it completely in my eyes. But there's some good options there. Um, there's some players that are doing well. They're doing well because you can, you can tell they're doing well because of the prices of them now. Like Ivan Tony at 4.7 million. Is that, that's more expensive than Yotta. I know Yotta's not done much this season, but it's more expensive than some some top players for top clubs um, that are probably going to have a lot more fixtures. Yeah, so oh dear, Wigan have scored. That's not good. So we're not mentioning the B word on this pod either. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's been coming, bastards. Anyway. Right, Matt Woolley. With Arsenal still top of the league, short term are their players a hold despite the Premier League blank and general Europa rotation? Uh, ben, do you reckon? I definitely uh, would be holding them now. I've changed my mind about Arsenal. Um, I was saying before, um, look at players that play two times a week. But now we're getting that close to the World Cup. There's only two more European midweek games after this uh, round of fixtures. I won't be too fussed about chasing the European teams uh, as much now because you've got the double Premier League fixtures next week. So uh, And Arsenal's obviously flying at the minute. I'd be keeping all your Arsenal players in, especially the ones that are banging the points in for you. Yeah. James? Oh, I t- totally agree with what Ben said. Um, yeah, we we all thought uh, they won't play in Europe, but they're still getting they're still racking up the points, and yes. quite often they're coming off the bench and still getting yeah. a few points in Europe. So um, I think that was a you know a bit of a fa- you know fallacy, really. Um, I, I I'm not planning to take out any of any of my Arsenal players at the moment. No, no. Um, I wrote it in our relay article. Uh, last week before the Liverpool game about they looked the real deal Arsenal um, impressed me against Spurs I know Spurs haven't been firing but a proper test that a North London derby um, quite a young side Arsenal um, play some really good stuff could they could they do it at Spurs and they made Spurs look very very ordinary um, they made them look crap to be honest um, controlled the whole game uh, they were impressive and yeah, fancied them against Liverpool. They've done the business again. Um, the, the players like Martinelli, Odegaard, Jesus, even like obviously Saka has done a bit. Um, 
played well as well. Obviously got the two goals, penalty. So we know he's on penalties now. I think that was yeah, the first finally. penalty Arsenal have had. So he looked a little bit shakier at the back. Um, I think Nunes did all right for Liverpool. Um, he unsettled Gabriel a little bit. Um, but they're they still impressive, Arsenal. The, the, the football's good. Uh, they're carving out quite plenty of opportunities. Um, they had Liverpool on the ropes quite often in that game. Um, yeah, their assets, like I said, I put in the real highlights goal, you keep, 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 keep. If, if, if anything, put more in. Um, I think they're, they're pretty impressive. It's going to be interesting when they play City. Yeah, I feel um, feel a bit feel a bit robbed now that they're not playing Man City next week. Mid uh, next week. Yeah, it's been great to see how they got on against. Right. Definitely, I think it'd be a cracking game. Um, two teams that are probably at their peak at the minute. It would have been nice to see. Um, a bit like when when you see obviously previous seasons when you see City and Liverpool and they just go toe for toe, mm-hmm. and it's so good to watch when they're both in full flow. End to end, it's good to see, and it'd be nice to have seen that game. But further down the line, it'll come and we'll see. But they are looking the real deal, Arsenal. Um, their assets are so cheap as well, like to the top of the league. They're high, they're high scoring, they're scoring goals, they're, they're doing well. So don't talk anybody out of out of them uh, players. Um, is there any anybody in particular that you've got your eye on to bring in in any of the sides, James? Um, no, I've, I've, well, I, I might bring Jesus back into a few more sides at some point. I think. Um, yeah. I'm, and I'm more than I've got. I think I've got Ricardson in one of my sides yeah. uh, as a put in as a punt. I mean, he's he's doing, Spurs not looking attacking at all. Uh, he's not really getting any points, although he's he's looked decent in some games. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably bring in a few. I'll probably be loaded up on a few more Jesuses and a few more Martinellis, um, just to get rid of some of those fringe players. Like if, I think I might have a Nunes in one of my lower sides. Um, yeah. I might consider getting rid of him as well, although I might keep him in as a differential because that's a low, lower team. But yeah. I'm certainly not getting rid of any. I might be stacking up on a few more. Yeah. Um, a block of Arsenal with a way to go. I know there were some blocks early doors, especially defensively. Uh, they quickly got moved on, didn't they? Um, There's a few people wishing that they just held for that for a little bit longer. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely will we. Definitely a hold. Right, DT Patrick. With City free scoring and scoring from anywhere, is it simply a case of stacking the midfield with City to cover the inevitable holes? Ben? Well, it's not a bad idea, is it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, just to rem- I remembered last week on the pod, I, I was like, oh, I've got Mares in my best team. And you're all laughing at me. He's still on zero points. And he, he went and got 23 points in the next two games. So I was like, get in. That's what shut me up a bit more now. But then, tonight, he goes and misses the penalty. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> and gets, gets hooked as well. Oh, no. Because yeah, they're down to 10 men. I've seen that. I've seen that. 
it's harsh. It's yeah. harsh because he's just missed the penalty. Red card goes in. You think he's thinking, just don't take me off. I need to redeem myself. No, sorry. But yeah, yeah. It was like uh, it was like they were playing Alvarez, Mares, and Grealish as a front three, and they were just going right. This is your audition for the third spot up front. So whoever <laughs> performs tonight gets it. But no one did anything because they were just. Like they were down to ten men after thirty minutes or something. So yeah, but I think Maris has probably got more chance of starting at the minute out of them three. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be getting more game time now. Did he not start off last year like that? Um, quiet for the first few months. I'm not too sure. Might just be me dreaming it up. But yeah, I thought he were maybe mm. back to a bit of game time and then and then started to find his way into the team and, and scoring again. Because obviously he signed a big deal at the, at the in the summer, didn't he? Mm. New long-term contract. Um, will he still be on penalties after that miss? He's Did missed a few now? now, hasn't he? Will he go back to De Bruyne? It might be Haaland now, wouldn't it? Oh, I, 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 I no doubt Haaland will take them. Hasn't yeah. Haaland taken one already? No. Isn't he not? Um, I reckon Haaland would be on them. Then, then Mares. But yeah, I suppose he could lose the second spot. Uh, be interesting to keep an eye on that one because, yeah. like we said before, Miles without penalties is is not as trot as an attractive option. That's for sure. Yeah, I was yeah, rubbing my hands together like that. I was going, "Come on!" Yeah. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking of you as uh, Mares stepped up to that penalty spot. I thought, "Oh, Ben's got Mares." He should yeah. get plenty of minutes still, though. I think uh, with the pretty much qualified now, ten points, just another two, two draws, and they're through, aren't they? Really? So, I would imagine he'll get plenty of minutes. Would you do that then? Would you stack right across and go Mares, uh, Mares, Gundogan, De Bruyne, Foden? Um, I've gone off Gundogan at the moment. He's like playing a bit deeper. He's not. Yeah. He's playing as a second striker, sort of thing. Like very high attacking midfield before a few yeah. months ago, and now he seemed to be playing a lot further back. Uh, he covered for Rodri while Rodri was injured as well. Yeah, um, he played as a number eight today, but yeah, um, it's a good price, but no, not for me. But no, not where he is. I think no. Pep just waited for everyone to put him, thinking, oh, he's. he's Playing that, that that role where he bursts into the box, <laughs> everyone puts yeah. him in the dream team, and then Pep goes, "Ah, sod that!" Sitting back there with Rodri, or in replace of Rodri, mm. he's a tosser, isn't he? Def- <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely don't mind having three three midfielders though. Yeah, like I said, City can score so many goals; the points can come from anywhere. Um, you don't even have to worry about. Uh, Obviously, there's only one star man. You don't even have to worry about that because mm. half of them get getting assists, goals, whatever it might be, clean sheets. Um, yeah. Would you stack right across, James? I've thought about it in previous seasons and I've, I've thought about it this season because even though the likes of Bernardo Silva and Gundogan aren't racking up the points right now, at the end of the season... Do you reckon they'll be in the top 10 of midfielders? Good, point, That's good question. That's good a good question. Though. So you could argue that just whack mm-hmm. them in and just leave them. And at some point, yeah. they'll become the main man again. Because 
we both we know that Bernardo Silva can do it. He's, he did it last year for a period. We know yeah. Gunder Wank can do it. Um, he's, he did it for. Uh, <laughs> he did it. Uh, he's he's done it in periods, hasn't he? Probably not as sustained as Bernardo. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? I I probably wouldn't do it, but, but it'd be interesting to see when you got this. I know we're going to get a raft of questions now about this going forwards, aren't we? When we get those wild cards, if you if you could afford that city that city midfield in one of your lower teams, you're going to do it, aren't you? In one of your in one of your teams, why wouldn't? You? Yeah, yeah, I would say you know, there's no no harm, is there? See what happens. They're going to score more goals than anyone else, probably. Um, it might it might work out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, completely agree with all that. Um, so yeah, you've heard what we think. What do you What do you think? Uh, if you're listening, are you listening on YouTube? Wait, drop drop a comment. Have you got a very heavy city midfield, and and how well has it done for you? What points are you on, and what's your what's your ranking right now? Drop it in the comments below. Um, next question, Lee Hooper. There'll be a big clamour to get on Foden now if his form and life the price rise. But Spurs, Liverpool and Chelsea will likely have seven competitive fixtures until new transfers. City have six fixtures, but their last two European games may be fairly dead games. Does this mean that we need to be careful jumping on Foden as potentially only have four competitive fixtures compared to over seven? Um, what's your James? Obviously, City played Copenhagen tonight, didn't they? they the draw, I don't know what that did for their their um, qualification and stuff. I think so. they still need probably need um need to need a couple well, like they think Ben said they need a couple of draws. So I imagine one they probably need one more win now to to nail it. Yeah, what do you think, Ben? It's a very good point by Lee, um that um there could be some dead dead rubbers for Foden, but Foden's on fire at the minute. He's scoring every game. He's got is it five goals in three games. So, um, Not so bad, is it? Yeah. So he's got a tough single game against Liverpool. We'll say tough. Uh, Liverpool ain't longer very good at the back at the minute, and Man City are on fire. So <laughs> you'd back him in that one. And then he's got Brighton at home, and then Bruce at Dortmund away, which might be a dead rubber. Um, you'd still think like he can score in the Brighton game, and then he's got Leicester, which is just I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I'd still back him to. I'd still get him in your team, even though he might not have the double game weeks. He's decent price if you're comparing him to Kane and Salah. He's getting the points. Yeah. So yeah, what do you think, Tony? Yeah, I think. You need to get him in as soon as possible because mm. if he does bang against Liverpool at the weekend, so you're obviously going to rise this week. If he bangs against Liverpool, that'll be another rise. And then by the time you're getting him in at the end of next week, before the obviously other games, whether he plays them Champions League game, we don't know. We, we don't know what, what team yeah. Pep's going to put out. Um, but he's Brighton, Dortmund, Leicester, Sevilla, Fulham, Chelsea, Brentford. Um, you're going to want Fulham in your side for them games and the more you hesitate and don't put him in I think I'd just leave it one more week one more week before you know it he's out of reach 
Mm. Um, if his price increases, carry on the way they are. Um, so yeah, like, like you say, comparing him to Kane and even Salah, like the, he's he's overperforming for his money anyway. So I get him in. Yeah, like I said, uh, playing on that left hand side, trouble side for um, Liverpool at the minute. Um, obviously Trent off injured. Do you, think, do you think Gomez will deputise there at the weekend, James? Um, I think he probably will, yeah. I, I think he's he's probably... Well, yeah, I mean, against City, we got, we need we need experience. You're not going to throw in, um, throw in our, our new young right-back for that game, are you? He's not started yet. Um I suppose Milner would be an option there, but I, yeah, I would be surprised if Gomez didn't start right back. So it would be it's centre back pairing of um, Van Dijk and Canate because it's Matip's out now as well. Um, so there's not a lot of wiggle room in that defence. It's only Robertson and Simicast where we've got decent rotation because um, with Matip out and uh, Trent out. Um, the the defense sort of picks itself, really. Mm. Yeah. What do you think of Calvin Ramsey? Do you think he'll get a chance against Rangers, uh, James? I think I think there's a good chance he'll get some minutes because if you think about it, like I said, was saying earlier, that defense picks itself now because with Trent and um, Matip out, we need somebody else to be able to come in there because if. Mm. If Canati's uh, not been back from injury long, if he gets picks up a knock again, that means we really need Gomez in the centre. So it makes yeah. sense to blood uh, Calvin Ramsey, give him some minutes um, because we might we might need him. The way things are going with our injuries, mm. bloody Diaz out until of, after the World Cup. Now it's uh, uh, if if. Um, uh, what's his name? If if Ash was here, he'd be playing his. It, he he was playing a little the tiny you know the tiny violin earlier gif. <laughs> I wasn't too chuffed with that, but uh, you know, just I, he's a Chelsea fan though, isn't he? You know, so <laughs> um, yeah, I think Calvin Ramsey could get some minutes soon. He's not on the game yet, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, Dream Team put him in if um, if he if he gets some minutes. Yeah, yeah, young man, boy deserves a chance. Um, John Cameron's been on. Thinking of taking out Sterling for Reese James. Do you think it's a wise move? I'm thinking James is only going to increase in value as the month goes on and get it while I still can. James? Well, I was going to say um, I think uh, Reese James is a fantastic option and I would expect him to score more than Sterling over the season. Um, but I just saw on my phone that. Um, Reese James came off hobbling off <laughs> so <laughs> Van Gogh, that's a lot of transfer plans including mine down the uh, proverbial um uh, if that if he's, if he's injured he did walk off under his own steam I read um so yeah that's kind of thrown me a little seeing that um but um yeah I'm not convinced about Sterling um now that Potter's Potter's there because he seems to be playing him in some sort of hybrid wing-back role. It, it, the jury's out at the moment as to whether he can be effective in that role. Um, um, people who say he's, he's, he's playing left wing-back, it's not quite that. It is, 
it is a hybrid role. He can get forward, and I've watched him, and he has been getting in the box. Um, but I think that's definitely... I wouldn't be bringing Sterling in, that's for sure. And um, I did think that was a decent move. I, I really rate Rhys James. He is capable of some mega hauls when you yeah. put the clean sheets in there as well. Great player. Um, but yeah, keep keep an eye on that injury news now. After that. Yeah, um... Um, yeah, I think it would have been a good move, but like you say, if uh, Rhys James is hobbled off today, we're gonna have to keep mm. an eye on that. Um, yeah, he, he's like up there with Cancelo and Trent when they're on form, coming coming out with eighteen twenty pointers. Um, but you know what Rhys James is like? He's a bit of a sick note, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so many times last season you like you get him in and you think oh right great he's just had a couple of goals against Newcastle or he'll score against Burnley and clean sheet and then next thing you know he's he's injured again so yeah just keep an eye on it um, Sterling's a bit I don't know he's gone off a bit of the boil for me um, especially since Obama Young's come in the side now he's like lost Lost his main man status in the front three, so yeah. um, and Mount's starting to look up quite good option now. Um, so yeah, Sterling's a bit of a, I don't know, I don't I don't like him as a pick at the minute. Like you said, he was playing like a, a weird wing back role in his <laughs> first game for Potter. So, but I think he played in the front three tonight and he got whipped off about 60th minute. So. After getting booked as well, so another minus one. Oh, great! I've got a few oh, stones at the moment. I can't quite remember how many teams they've got in. Only a couple, I think. Um, yeah, not great. I think since I put him in that, that couple of teams, that's when he's gone backwards. <laughs> Sorry, James. <laughs> I've only got a couple of Sterlings. He'll be definitely. He's definitely. His cards are marked. Yeah, this Reese James news obviously off the back of Trent getting injured as well. I think that's where we touch on um, with the price rises and how they can be quite aggressive and how players can get out of reach. If he wasn't on Cancelo early doors um, and you've obviously watched Trent struggle, James has been in and out, not doing much. Um, the price difference now, so if you were to try and get from a Trent to a Cancelo or a Reese James to a Cancelo because of injuries... You're going to struggle. Um, I made a decision at the start of the season to go Trent over Cancelo. I wrote an article about um, the various merits of, of, of for the hub of various players, and I'd looked into the stats, and Trent was a better option last year than Cancelo. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. However, so I... I made this, the incorrect assumption. And, and what I should have done, of course, is put more Cancelos into... I should have spread it, out, spread it out a bit. But I have my Liverpool blinkers on, I think. And um, <laughs> I've always picked Trent. I've always had him in the last like three or four seasons. He has virtually been, I'm not joking, the first name on my team sheet. Um, yeah. And yeah, I should have put more Cancelo. And I've only got one Cancelo now because he is now ridiculously expensive. And like you said, you're absolutely right, Tony. I, I'm not sure um, even... I'm gonna. I probably will get him in a few on the world card, but it's going to be difficult because he's his price is skyrocketing now, and I I, I yeah, feel like I've lost out. 
Um, I might have to look at other options. And Reese James was going to be one of those, clearly. Uh, if he's injured, I'll be a bit annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because obviously he's, he's, he's another type. And Cancelo is he's an explosive player. Yeah. Um, someone that could probably, one of the few people like him and Trent that could cover Cancelo. Yeah. Um, hey, it could have been worse, James. You could have put uh, Reese James in on the weekend, got his five pointer, and then got injured. <laughs> yeah. <that's true. laughs> well, it, Trent got injured anyway, so yeah. oh, I suppose at least I wouldn't. I mean, you would have still transfer. got that transfer yeah. to potentially. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going it's Pete Tong, boys. Well, talking about Pete Tong, um, I know we we had a bit of a, a debate a few weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, about Klopp uh, and whether he should be staying. Um, <laughs> I just Wait, like to ask a question this again, Jim. Yes, yeah, it's, it's there. <laughs> Tony wants to gr- Tony wants to grill James on Klopp. <laughs> oh God! Um, as it's probably. Common knowledge, he's not my favourite person in the world. Um, I just, I just think when's he, when, when does his um, brownie points run out? When, uh, when's, uh, he get, I, when's he getting the boot, James? I, I, Klopp will leave before we want him to leave. I'm convinced of that. Um, you ask any Liverpool fan, he has been a revolution, revolutionary to that uh, Liverpool side. Um, he has got a lot of points in the bank it, you know we, we could finish in the bottom half of the of the, of the league and I, I'd still back him to, to, to come back next season uh, it, it, he's, he's in a, he's in a different class he's up there with Pep in in the, in that sort of elite league manager um, area I, I, I've been thinking about this a lot and I've been reading some articles and uh, you know he possibly one of his failings is being too loyal to some players uh, yeah. And maybe even even Alex Ferguson, I think, said in in his biography or something like that that most teams have got for like four four or five seasons in them, and then you've got yeah. a refresh. Uh, Klopp hasn't done that. He's been there seven seven years now, is it? Um, mm-hmm. And perhaps he should have he should have refreshed that team. You remember when Ferguson? You'd get rid of like Ruud van Nistelrooy, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck is he doing? He's got rid of Ruud oh, van Nistelrooy. Yeah. He's got rid of Yap Stam. He knew what he was doing. Um, he was refreshing that team, keeping people on their toes. Yeah. And I think Klopp might might need to to be a bit harder, it, assuming he doesn't leave or or you know or quit or anything like that. Which I really hope he doesn't. He he might have to make some really tough decisions in, in uh, probably not in January. There's not much business to be done generally there, is there? But in the summer, some tough decisions, I think. It'll be, yeah. it'll be interesting after this World Cup because uh, usually after the World Cups in the summer, that's when all the big transfers go on. But with the World Cup being before the winter transfer window, I would imagine there'll be quite a lot of uh, traffic. What do you think, Tony? Do you think there'll be mm. quite a few transfers going on after good performances at the World Cup? I, I think there's a big possibility. People don't like to do business in January, especially some of the big moves. But yeah, yeah after... People impressing the World Cups, uh, especially for some maybe some of the smaller nations, mm. uh, usually see, usually see that some of the uh, the big names from the smaller nations move on, um, especially after a few impressive games. People like to jump on them early, 
even if that's like signing signing players on pre-contract deals. Um, a good example probably Liverpool with Navi Keita that they did with Leipzig a few years ago. Um, yeah, it's Klopp for me. Obviously, I, I touched on Klopp into the Discord, and I mean, you could feel the love for Klopp. They were a baying mob of scousers. <laughs> I mean, come out, I got threatened to be kicked out of the Discord, um, banned from the Discord at one point <laughs> off you, James. Uh, just, just for me, like, stating I think Klopp should go. Um, if you I think. Really- Updated terms and conditions, Tony. I think you're fine. But clock bashing is 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 um is prohibited. Yeah, yeah, it look, looks like it. Everyone were out with their pitchforks. Um, yeah, I, I I think uh I think Leicester are in a similar place. Obviously, we, we didn't want to mention both L words tonight. But <laughs> I think Leicester are in a similar place with Rogers. Mm. Where I know what you were saying, James, about refreshing. The team, yeah, and and the best best managers like uh, Alex Ferguson, he had no problem with just culling some of the top stars, and like I say, it keeps everybody. If they're thinking if you can get rid of a Van Nistel, right? Jesus Christ, I, it could be me next if he's gone. Um, it keeps everyone on their toes. It refreshes. It concentrates everyone's minds. Uh, maybe Klopp has been a little bit guilty of sticking with the status quo kind of thing and not freshening it up enough, but. Sometimes I'd say like Leicester, talented squad, Liverpool, still a talented squad. Sometimes you've got to look at the manager and think, does that need freshening up? Ben, I, I don't know, as a Leicester fan, do you, do you think Leicester could benefit from a change of manager, change of direction, change that, that refresh, freshness on the training ground, new ideas, new yeah. a, a new coaching staff? What do, what do you think? Well, I think Rogers like... Um... Not as much credit as Klopp, but he's got quite a lot of credit at Leicester for what he's done. Um, two top five finishes, um, FA Cup winning, Carib- uh, charity, Community Shield win against Man City. Yep. Um, and last season we were right in the crap at, at one point and he got us to a semi-final of the European Conference League and he finished eighth overall last year, which was quite a good finish in the end but like you say um, his, his hands are tied with the transfer market this year um, he's not been able to buy any new players freshen it up so I think it's it's not been fair on him really because he, I think he was told he could do it at the, uh, around January time he was told he couldn't be able to f- refresh in the summer so after that bad result against Forest in the FA Cup he was like telling every, telling everyone and telling all the television um, present, when he's getting interviewed and that he was saying, "Ah, oh, I'm going to have a big refresh in the summer. There's going to be new new players coming in." And when he come back from um, the summer, they told him they couldn't couldn't um, spend any money on new players unless he sold some players, and he couldn't get rid of the players that he's brought in. Because no one wanted the ones like last summer they brought in Vestergaard, Samare, uh, a few other players that just didn't do anything to the team. And he spent two hundred fifty million since he's been there, and uh, the, none of the players really have like got into the team. 
yeah. that he's bought have done anything magnificent. So I think they're a bit weary of giving him any more money. So um, it's interesting. Like, what do they do? Do they? Trust from the board. If the trust from the board is gone, and they're not willing mm. to back that manager, I mean, they just need to get rid. Mm. I, I think that's where it's, that's broken down at that side, and then that obviously the performances aren't there on the pitch either. So it seems to have broken down that side. I think, yeah, that, uh, I think that's time to go. Well, Mon- like you say, on Monday they got it was it was a derby against Nottingham Forest. So that every, everyone in the stadium was up. Yeah. For it. it was it was like yeah. Champions League night. And um, we we smashed them like played brilliant, but then you couldn't get them up for Bournemouth away on the weekend. It was so disappointing. Yeah, and it did all right in the first half, but just you could just see that they were going to throw it away in the second half. Yeah, and obviously if he, if he ain't going to get backed to get new players in and freshen it up, maybe he does need to go. Yeah, so th- get new ideas in and and new coaches. Yeah, if, if they're not going to spend the money, even if that's with a new manager, you, you need someone who's going to get a, a good tune out of the players that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's not like Leicester ain't got the money either. It's the, it's yeah, they've just um, got a new training ground, but that doesn't come under the um, financial fair play. So they've got the new uh, up, up, like top of the range training ground. They've got their plans to ex- expand the stadium. Oh, it's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. The, the, the job that's been done at Leicester, obviously by your owners and stuff, is unreal. Uh, the, the journey you've been on is unbelievable. And like you say, they're not short of a few, Bob. Not skin. But if you're not going to put that money back in, then yeah. you need to change that manager, don't you? you? You can't just keep buying players and not selling the players off, you know what I mean? You've got to balance the Yeah, up. the trade has to be right. And I think, obviously... You go on, go on about trade. Liverpool have probably been one of the best at trading players uh, over recent years. Um, I, I don't know if you've ever heard it, but that's all they bang on about, isn't it? That <laughs> they've never spent a bean over the last seven years. But um, no, but like you say, if you bring a, if you bring players in on, on uh, for decent money, they've got to have a resale value. Um, you bring a player in at twenty million. Two years later, nobody wants him on a free. It's not good, is it? No, not good. There's no value there. Um, yeah, but they they are. That's where the both Leicester and Liverpool are. What do you reckon, listeners? Do you think Klopp should go? Uh, I know we've got a lot of Liverpool fans that are listening, so I'm going to drop a poll below on the YouTube video. Let's see what that's saying next week. I think Klopp should go. Um, James, obviously, big Liverpool fan. He, he loves Klopp. He brought them the, the Premier League title, so he's got, like I say, he's got a lot of brownie points in the bag, but for me, I think it's time for a change. I don't think you find many Liverpool fans want Klopp to go, so... Uh, yeah. No, I... I, I yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've felt the wrath of him, mate. i felt the wrath. Um, but, yeah, I'll be back next week after the City game. In that Discord. <laughs> anyway, from the Premier League to the Dream Team Tonic Cash League. So, James, if you want to uh, give the Dream Team Tonic Cash League a read out, please. With pleasure, Tony. 
in joint tenth, we've got Tom Brinley and Mike Warlow. In ninth, we've got Lee Hooper. Eighth, Graham Payne. Seventh, Lee Hooper. Sixth, Harry Jones. And we've got a few Leo Reeds coming up. He's doing well. Fifth, Leo Reed. Fourth, Brian Gillen. Third, Leo Reed. Second, Leo Reed. And at the top, our very own Anthony Sutton. Come on. Fine eye still. <laughs> Holding on to that it's position. Funny. Up the topic. Yeah. Holding off all those Leo Reeds. <laughs> like a, a Leo Reed dam. That's what I am. Yeah. Um, there's me. That's my best side, that. Finally, over the last few years, I've picked a, a decent team to go into the uh, into the league. Right, Ben, you want to go through the DT Tonic Patron League? Yeah. Don't forget, uh, I'm sat there in eighth, and it's not my Patron team. <laughs> All right, I'll try and read this then. So we have. Is this 10th place? Well, if this is 10th, then you've got uh, two joint nights. <laughs> just read it out as it is, mate, and just ignore eighth. Right, we've got Jake Bevan. Joint uh, ninth is Mark Warner and Seth Osborne. Eighth is Patrick Bryson. Seventh is Tom Gledill. Sixth is Barry McCormack. Fifth, Ut. Lee Utting, fourth Stephen Broughton, second Connor Tobin, joint second Martin Bratley, and top of the shot Brian Blackett, snorting Lisbon. Snorting Lisbon. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, still there at the top, mate. Um, yeah. Right. I think that's all for tonight. It's been a challenging. Challenging couple of nights, lads. We've not had that in a while, so yeah. uh, te- technical difficulties and, and all, all this dogs jazz. going crazy. Uh, uh, we've had it all tonight. Dogs. <laughs> we have we had to do this pod while Rovers are losing, and yeah, um, it's it's been uh, it's been emotional, <laughs> as they say. But yeah, cheers, chaps. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. After the Liverpool City game, big game. Can Liverpool rebound, find it, find a result from somewhere, or City just going to pile the misery on? Um, yeah, big game in the dream team. So we'll speak to you next week. Cheers, Jacks. Cheers, boys. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Don't forget Cheers. to like and subscribe. Yes, drop it in. Drop it in. Cheers, guys.